ladies and gentlemen. Triple M has rocked Sydney since way back when. And while some shows come and go, one show remains. Absolutely brilliant. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Here comes the ready and now. Listen to the crowd roar. The greatest sports legends. Would you put your hands together? The soundtrack to your Saturday mornings. And in 2022, a couple of the stars returned to the starting lineup. And here we go. The best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman, join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. Oh, Saturday, 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 Saturday. Seatbelts on, welcome. So welcome back. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Yeah, welcome to your Saturday morning, Junior Sport. Maybe you're hungover. Maybe you're hungover going to junior sport. Hopefully just the adults. Uh, my name's Elliot Lovejoy filling in. Dan Ganane is back on deck next week. Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. How are we, team? We're well. Thank you, Elliot Lovejoy. If that's, that's your, your real name. name. No, we're really good. We've um, you know, had a few laughs before we've got on air today. There's something and wrong just, with you. There's something. There's just... There's, there's something a, wrong with there's you There's a though. bit of an excitement in there. Must no. Must be because the first game of the, the World Cup. No, on. no. You've been, you know... You've started off on the right. You got out of the wrong side of the bed. That's I got what. on the right side of the bed. Yeah, whatever. Very happy. Um, Richard, Richard, you're back to normal. Last week, dressed like a million dollars. This week, back to dressing like a bum. The Everest, how was that? Thank you, Elliot. <laughs> no problem. Um, yeah, the Everest was fantastic. I have to say that. I, I, had a, I had a really good day out there. It was a great social day. Um, the crowd, they, they partied, they sang. They had a, just a wonderful day in the sun. Now, it always helps if there's a nice sunny day for a race meeting and it helps even more if there's one the day before because that gets people going to it. But have to say, big success, the Everest. Uh, a, a result that nobody saw coming. A horse called Giga Kick won it. He's by a stallion that they've already exported to Tunisia. So, you know, not, it's not like he was a big commercial success, that stallion. But anyway, that's that's enough. That's the racing segment for this week. Yeah. <laughs> hey, to come up this first hour, the highlight of the day, of course, Candice's quiz, a $100 uh, Bing Lee voucher yes. for grabs. Yeah. That's in about 40 minutes. Yeah. Uh, but up next, Candice, you alluded to it, the T20 World Cup underway. The Aussies and New Zealand get their campaign started tonight. They uh, they kick off against each other at 6pm. We're going to hear from one of the Aussie greats, Brad Haddon. We'll jump on the Dead Set Legends. Does he give the Aussies a chance of going back-to-back? We'll find out straight after this on Triple M. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Saturday morning on Triple M, the Dead Set Legends, Elliot Lovejoy, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. The uh, the T20 World Cup surprises already. The two-time champions, the West Indies, are done and dusted. They're dead. Uh, but Australia kick off their campaign this afternoon. They take on New Zealand. And joining us now, one of our great glovemen, part of the Triple M family too, Brad Harden. Just how hard is it, especially in this kind of tournament, to go back-to-back? Yeah, but in saying that, I think Australia actually have a better squad than they had um, when they last won it in Dubai. I think we're as well-balanced as we are. And I hate to say this, we lost the keeper with injury over the last couple of days and, and being an ex-keeper, it hurts. But I think we're actually now even better squad that the reserve keeper's out and Cameron Green's in. So I'm still back in the Aussies to, to play England the final. Hads, um, New Zealand haven't won in Australia over any format in 11 years. Do they stand a chance tonight? Uh, how good's that that they haven't won? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. We love that. Um, I don't think they. I think New Zealand are a really good tournament team, um, and they've shown that for for a number of years in, in World Cups. So they 
they play above their weight. But I still think they have a mental block against us. So I think the the brand of cricket we we play intimidates New Zealand in big events. So I don't think they'll they'll get past us. If there were any other team playing the first round, I think they would go in as favourites. But I think they have a mental block against us on home soil. Say, Brad, let's just say they get through the, the openers cheaply. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, Richard, hang, hang, hang Richard. It, it could happen. Let's right? not say that. Uh, it, I'm off you. You've been off me for a long time, right? <laughs> say it happened. That middle order, a little bit brittle, Brad. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I think we've, we've picked a team um, that, that'll play a really exciting brand of cricket. And, and there is risk involved with the, the brand of cricket we're playing, but... I think we've got enough experience in that middle order to cover that. And and I think the one player that's made the, a huge difference to that middle order is actually Matthew Wade. I, I think he's been the difference in our team for the, for the last 12 months. But, yeah, I, I don't see him um, getting too many early wickets. So I, I like Finchie at the top of the order. He's got some form now leading in. Uh, Davies just peaking for the, the right time of the tournament. So a bit of luck. We, we don't lose those early wickets, Richard. And what and so that that doesn't happen, what does Finch have to do against Trent Bolt tonight? Get why, to the why other just, end. Why just Finch? Finch, Davy doesn't uh, have to do anything. No, he just turns up. If you huh? read the paper today, you would understand <laughs> that Trent Bolt has had his number in quite a few occasions. But no, you don't do your research. So let's just leave it at right. that. Right, but we just left Davy out of it, didn't we? Yes. Yeah. Well, to, to answer that question, I, I think. If you do do your research, there's a lot of analytics in the game. Um, and bowl or bowl one, maybe two up front. So the one thing I'm doing, as we walk out to bat, I'm giving Davey a little tap and saying, listen, get ready to run. I'm going to spend the majority of bolts overs up the other end. But what I'll do is I'll catch up to the other bowlers. So it's good. They, everyone knows the matchup. Um, Finchie knows what's going to happen. Um, and they've just got to play smart in the first two overs. What about the Steve Smith situation? Brad, I mean, you know, basically being told that you're not you're not in the top team in this form of the game. Yeah, I, I think Steve Smith will play a role in, in the tournament. I, I like the team that they've gone with in, in his first game. It, it's all out attack, and, and I think one thing you've you've got to do to win World Cups, you, you've got to be brave. You, you've got to work in, walk into the fire and, and take the game on. So I like Tim Davis' selection. I, I think he can be a match winner at the back end of the tournament. But I still think Steve Smith will play a role as the tournament goes on in the bigger grounds, different teams. If they've got um, spin heavy, we'll see him come into the middle order. But I like the team they've gone with to start with to walk into the fire and take the game on. All right, well, at 6 o'clock tonight, Australia and New Zealand, absolute belter to kick off both teams' campaign as the T20 World Cup rolls on. Brad Haddon, part of the Triple M family. Appreciate you jumping on Deadset Legends today. Anytime. Stay safe. Thanks, Brad. Why'd you have to embarrass me in front of Brad? Huh? Well, well, you've done research. What you read the paper? Yeah, why, why did Candace hand out facts? Well, I'm at work. Yeah. Are you? But you just told me that you're <laughs> you? watching are the you? NRL while you're at work. Yeah, well, the, so you've the, got time to the think World of newspaper. Cup was on in the box out there while I was clocking. Well, horses. you offended me with your comments right. and your questions about mm. the opening batters. So it's really it's set so a precedent was, for so today. It was payback, was it? Yeah, it was. How vindictive is that? Yeah, well, well that's me. We, we have more than an hour and a half to go, so if you guys could repair things up next, we will dive into that Rugby League World Cup straight after this on Triple M. Game, set and match. And other cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update.
Uh, before we dive in here, the, the Sydney Kings took a, a loss last night. Four points went down to Adelaide. But the Sydney Kings continue their title defence against the Taipans next Saturday night. Uh, you can get your tickets at Ticket Tech. And, in fact, if you want some tickets to that, one triple three five three. Weigh on, on anything today, uh, including the Rugby League World Cup. That rolled on overnight. Goes to Australia relatively convincing, 84 to nil. <laughs> Uh, against the Scots. I watched, it. I watched the whole thing. It was on in the box out of the... And you know what? From the jump, the Aussies, I thought, you know, I wanted to have half have a bet that maybe, you know, that the Scots could score the first try. Because you know Australia come out and they're a bit casual the first bit and then they get rolling. From the, from the opening of the gate, they were into it. They never let the Scots get in their half. They virtually did not get into the Australians' uh, defensive half, the Scots' attacking half for the whole of the first half of the game. They were scoring the Australians at a point a minute. It was actually to the minute. At halftime, it was 40 nil. I'm going to offend a few people here. I actually do not care about the Rugby League World wow. Cup. I feel like... Wash the, your I, mouth yeah, I feel like, of course, I want Australia to do well, but when they're winning games 84 to nil, 15 tries to none... And where's the competition? Well, it was a bit of a circus, it's I must say. It's another month until the final. November 20 is, and we're still talking about footy. We're in cricket season now, and I just yeah. think, I really, yeah, yeah. it's just not competitive. I, I, I just think it's a waste of money. It's uh, What, the whole World Cup? I just think it's a little bit, yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. but if, if one kid can just gets an opportunity from this that turns out for the Scots or Wales or Ireland that, that gets, a, I don't know, a New South Wales Cup contract or, or something overseas... Yeah. Is that not worth it? Make someone's dream come true. I know but one player be... on the Scots side's not getting picked. But anywhere. if they're getting a go overseas, can yeah. they not be seen during what they do in the in a regular season? I just think with scores like eighty four nil, Australia mm. play Italy uh, tomorrow week. It's going to be another huge blowout. Uh, I just think it's six weeks of okay. uninteresting footy. Well, I mean, Addo Carr, good on him, four tries, but. Against an opposition the, the, the like that. The rest of us are enjoying it. 15 tries to and nil. We're all enjoying it. 15 tries to nil. Yeah. R- Richard, we, we spoke about the League World Cup the other day. You thought we were talking about cricket for two minutes, so you can't say that. Yes. There and was more fair. than one World Cup on at that yeah. moment. And I would <laughs> okay, like to know okay. how many people are genuinely, besides yeah. Richard who is up working, is genuinely getting up to watch these games. We'll, we'll take some calls. One, triple, well, three, five, three. I just want to say, yeah. there was one player on the Scots side he was the personification of a turnstile. He just could not tackle anybody. He just hung his arm out and they, the Australians ran through it. I won't go into it. It'd be you nasty to, to single out number yeah, 22, the fullback. Oh, for goodness <laughs> sake. You were being nice for all that, being supportive of rugby league, and then you went full bagger, Richard, again. Anyway, a quick couple of moves in rugby league. Jake Turpin's off to the Chooks next year. James Tamau, one-year deal for the Cowboys and a swap. Tyrone Peachy has gone back to the Panthers. Charlie Staines to the Tigers. Uh, let's go to Ned Brockman. Now, if you've been living under a rock, you might know that he's walked right across the country uh, from WA to Sydney, uh, raising a lot of money for homelessness. I was reading online that, his walk lasted longer than Liz Truss's time in office in the UK. Unbelievable. <laughs> what a disaster that was. You know, I tipped that. <laughs> of course you did. I did. Of course I you said, did. I said when she got elected, I said, she's a dud. And they're saying, what, Boris Johnson's going to oh, no. take over? I think that's what they're saying. Yeah. What's wrong with them over there? But what, how fantastic for Ned Brockman. I mean, mm. if anyone, you must have been living under rock if you didn't see the scenes at Bondi Beach this week. And it was just so fantastic to see. Now there's calls of Australian of the Year, and I would have to say I agree. Good on you, Ned. Yeah, done an awesome job. And just finally, 
the AFL Magic Round, the latest conversation is it will be in Sydney. Would it work? Well, yeah, yes, I, I think it can work. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's hard to get people for matches of that length. That's a lot of AFL. That's a lot of AFL. You know mm. who's whinging, of course? Oh, I was loving it. Those, you know, people from South Australia. Adelaide is a town that should be pushed into the ocean. I feel like uh, I'm turning into it you. It is a shocking place. I spent months there one time with horses. Richard, I feel like I'm turning to, into you with all this negativity this morning, but I don't think it would work in Sydney. They don't do the magic round or the double headers of NRL anymore because it doesn't work. Uh, and I don't know if there's enough interest for people to sit through games and games of AFL on the one day. Wow. Okay, okay you, you, you have gone. Here? Full Richard. One triple three five three is the phone number. You can weigh in on any or all of that. The Dead Set Legends on Triple M. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. On Triple M, the Dead Set Legends with Elliot Lovejoy filling in for Dan Ganane. Now he's back next week. Richard Friedman and, and Candace Warner, um, who is just like a warm hearted, beautiful, wonderful person with yeah. positive outlooks on right. most things in life, but has woken up and taken 10 angry pills today. <laughs> You've just gone whack yeah. and on the Rugby League World Cup. We love it. You've gone smashed. Yeah, smashed it. Smashed it, you have. Yeah, but are you just saying that you love it because you want to be like everyone else? Nah. No. You, you actually think I'm like everyone else? No. So you actually like it? I no, love you it. You put I it in your great. calendar going, I'll tell you what, you yes, get away with yep. anything. Right? We're calling you to account, right? Because you get away with everything here. You can do whatever you like, <laughs> say whatever you like. I say something. Oh, no. Just, we'll just delete that. No, that can't go to air. All that. You get away with anything. I, one, everyone gangs up on me. I'm one day good... I'm going to tip this sound I... over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, can we take some calls and move on, please? All right, we have Ed yeah. from Padstow. Yeah, look, I think the World Cup's a great thing. I mean, you look at Campbell Graham playing his first test. His father's from Scotland. His mother grew up in Coventry. He's got an opportunity. He scores three tries. Would he get a game in the Australian team full strength without injury? No. What a wonderful experience yeah. for him. Yes. I, I absolutely agree, I agree. with oh, that. You however, do now. <laughs> no, no, however, yeah. I feel like it's not a entirely strong competition. Maybe oh. there's ways they can go about it and, and do some sort of qualifying thing. So it's not six weeks of Australia doing 15 tries Why to don't nil. you tell our man on the line? What? You forgot his Ed. name. Ed. Yeah. Why don't you? Sorry, Ed. <laughs> That's all right, I just mate. can't see the screen from here. They won't give me one. Right? For uh, good reasons. The Why don't you tell Ed what you actually said in the break about it? Not that I don't think it's the strongest competition. I don't think they were exactly what you said. Well, what I said probably shouldn't go to air, but I'm just saying that I I don't love the World Cup. I love uh, yes, seeing we're aware of I that. love seeing Australia play. Australia, New Zealand, Australia, England, Australia. Anytime it's a a good, solid competition. I'll tell you, you what. Another... I like to see something a, a game that is competitive. I'll tell you another and good 84 story. Eighty-four to nil is not competitive. Yes, we've heard that from. Yeah. I, so I, I think there's I a way that saying, they need to make the World right. Cup stronger. Do you know what is a good story? I'm not saying the stories aren't good. Scott Sorensen <laughs> getting a start in the World Cup for the Kiwis. You know, he's the fifth person in his family to play oh, internationally. Thank you, Mr. Google. He, there was Bill <laughs> in the 50s. There was Dave in the 70s. And then there was Dane. You remember Dane and Kurt, the brothers? I'm not saying 70s, that 80s, representative, and now Scott. No, I'm not saying that representative football shouldn't be there. I'm just saying the World Cup needs to be a little bit more competitive yeah. and there's got to be um, a way uh, all right, to all strengthen right. it in we, some way. Yes, we've heard that. Ed, because we've put you through that, uh, we're going to sort Ed. you out. Yeah, we're going to sort you out. The family pass to the Kings next week, okay, mate? Yep. See you later. See you, gave up both of you. I did too. The Sydney Kings continue their title defence against the Titans. Listen to our dribble. 
It's no. next Saturday at Curtis Bank Arena. You can get your tickets at Ticket Tech. Candice, get yourself back on track and with a much more positive attitude because the highlight of this entire whatever all this is is Candice's quiz. It returns next. One triple three five three. Give us a call it's for a your chance today. to play. $100 Bing Lee voucher is up for grabs. We'll do it next on Triple M. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganae, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Ladies and gentlemen, they say knowledge is power. Well, plug me in and power me up. It's time on Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Candace's Quiz. All thanks to the great service, great brands, great value, now available in store and online at Bingley. Better living every day. We might give one early point to Richard for not crashing the opener for the first time ever. That's well done. Oh, no, he actually he tried to. She's at me again. Uh, now I've got to sit through this quiz. Off we go. What do you got, Candice? Okay, today we um, you'll be playing Elliot, and okay. you'll be going up against Adrian from Matraville. Well, Ad- morning, how are you doing? Hello, yeah, Adrian. Good. Do you know what the rules are? Oh, uh, look, I think it's a little bit loose and fancy free, but yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what you love about <laughs> it. Nobody don't you? knows the rules. Listen, right? Adrian lives not too far from me. Really? He's from Matto, you know? so he wants to. He he's going to do well today. I'm sure he will. Yeah. Otherwise, she comes around to your house, <laughs> and you know. <laughs> All right, Elliot, you go first. <laughs> Sure. Who was the runner-up in the 2021 T20 World Cup? Pakistan. No, Australia beat them in the semi-finals. Oh, Come see, on, see, mate! Close. I've moved on since then. Close. Adrian, who won the Everest last weekend? Oh God, that was Giga Kick. Yeah, good, good Doing work, me, Adrian. Wait, who won the cricket? You're not giving us that answer. The the runner-up of the cricket. We don't know. Yeah, you don't know. No, run, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that was New Zealand. Oh, thank yeah. you. Sorry, who Australia take so, on tonight? Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry, sorry. Quality, I got a bit excited. It's a quality yeah. quiz. All right, Just wanted Elliot. to whack me and forgot the answer. Yep. How much taller is Richard to Haspula? Not much. <laughs> um, do you want, do you want centimetres, feet? I would feet? like Haspula's yep. height this is in centimetres, please. Oh, Haspula's in centimetres. 122. Uh, are you serious? You yeah. were so off. No, no, close. Cent- 71 centimetres. Is he that small? That's double his height. Yes. I was trying not to be offensive. Richard's only 160. Just So it is close. Yeah. So it's 102. 160. <laughs> All of you. Well, sometimes you have that small person syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adrian. Ned Brockman arrived in Bondi on Monday after running 4,000 kilometres across Australia. How long did it take him? Uh, it was 42 days. Oh, I'm sorry. I'd like to give it to you, but it's 40, <laughs> 46 days. I'm happily married, Richard. Never right. crossed my no. mind. <laughs> All right, Elliot. Which team are currently at the top of the NBL ladder? <laughs> the Adelaide have... 36ers. No. You're hopeless. You Eight. have dead set. I watch one hopeless. NBL game. I watch the Kings every week, but outside of that, one game a year. How does it feel, Adrian? I, get I don't even week. have to ask you this last question yeah. because you've won. You have won oh, twice. Don't tell me the call has won. Yes. Outstanding. <laughs> Would you like to answer one more question? You know what? Let's keep it aside. Okay. <laughs> Australia played Scotland in the Rugby League World Cup this morning. What was the final score? Uh, 84 oh. oh. God, our well listeners done. are smart. But, hey, who's on top of the NBL ladder? 
Oh, I forget forgetting to tell you the answers. It's the Cairns Taipans. Oh, I was going to go for them. I thought anyway. you'd know. Anyway, Congrats. Adrian, well done. Well yeah. done, Adrian. Thanks, everyone. The rest On of your us had to suffer. That, that was one of our best quizzes. Yeah, was, oh, yeah. yeah one of the fastest, which yeah. means it's one of the best. Great <laughs> service, great brands, great value. Now available in store and online at Bingley. Better living every day. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Now, Richard, you are one of this country's greatest ever horse trainers. There's no debate there, but oh, in there, the there world... Be he, debate, does not, he does not need his tyres pumped <laughs> no, up No, there would be plenty of right. debate about that. I'm going to deflate him because yeah. there are some rumours circling that in the world, the, the world of horse tipping, there's a nasty nickname about you floating around. Is that true? What nickname would that be? Dreadful, the, shocking, the, well, yeah, inconsistent, the not cooler. good. The cooler. The what? The cooler. Who's calling me a cooler? I mean, it's just it's all over Twitter. Every second tweet to Deadset Legends. By the way, you can find us on hey, Twitter and cooler. and Triple M Sydney. They're just referring to it as Elliot the Cooler and Candace Warner. The cooler. That's mm. disgraceful. All right. What, well, what is a cooler? Pr- it's pretty accurate. You don't even know what it is. No, I don't. Well, if you. There are friends of mine who go to the pub every Saturday to punt. There's a certain other bloke they won't have there because he brings bad luck. He's a cooler. Oh. Right? Yeah. If he's there, they lose. If he's not there, they win. That's their theory. My guess is they lose even when he's not there. But well, you never back a winner. I'm not a cooler. So you'd have to be a cooler. <laughs> no, no, I back winners. <laughs> yeah, but you don't share it with us. That's right. So the tips that you give us... Aren't necessarily are my friendly tips. Yes, they're not the ones because you don't want the prices to drop if everyone jumps on it. Candace, that's a that's a disgraceful assertion. <laughs> really, truly, it's that's beneath you. So, in other words, you're saving people money by <laughs> listen to Richard's tip and then don't tip, don't back it. All right, eh? good so, as gold. Save your money. Good as gold because he's the favourite and he'll win today. Animo will win oh, the Cox Plate. Wow. There you go, two dollars thirty-five, I believe. Oh, our listeners are just jumping on on their sports bet or whatever mm. it is account now and just going straight to that. So it's something it's just better. lovely. That's the same as you tipping Nature Strip last week, right? Oh, who did that? You t- all you ever do <laughs> is tip the favourite. I deny that I tip Nature Strip. Are we getting a quick tip from you before we roll on here? Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to tip uh, Nature Strip anyway. <laughs> oh, that's but, an easy uh, win for but, you. Yeah. No, but wow! Oh. Thanks, thanks for the scoop. <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like oh, well. our You're listeners are just... Wait, we're wait so is it all lucky. we're getting? We're yes, getting one favourite for the one weekend. One favourite for the day. I've, I'm t- one of these favourites oh. is going to win, for oh. sure. So you're here as our tipping expert, yet the guru. you give us nothing. I just, hope, I just want him to win and I think he will. Isn't yeah, but, that enough? But we want something else. We want that, that darkie, you know, that, that one that's just not supposed to win. Well, stand by, Candice. Stand by forever. <laughs> oh, uh, we're we're going to keep rolling in a second. Before we do, I, I'm told that you get roughly 10 seconds to give your cycling updates oh, every single charming. week. Yeah, uh, with no notice, let's go. Right. It's time for Richard's cycling update. The journalist who brought down Lance Armstrong now says he's been harshly dealt with by the cycling union because he's got a life ban when they've let all the other drug cheats back in. Now, how's that for a turnaround? The bloke that dragged him down says he's been harshly done by. That was Richard Cycling. His name's David Warren. Thank you, Richard. Terrible horse tips, boring cycling news right here. (laughs) The Dead Set Legends on Triple M. 
Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Yeah, good to be with you on a Saturday morning. If you missed the first hour, uh, it was basically Candice Warner going whack on everything. Uh, my name's Elliot Lovejoy, Richard Friedman and and aforementioned there. I was racking my brain. I'm like, what is, Candace is normally the nice one. She's the glue. She holds the show together. The yeah. only thing we've picked up on is the Arnott's calamity that's happened over the last 24 to 48 hours. Anything to do with anyway? it? Well, they've discontinued the classic assorted pack, which I just think like is outrageous. The, the, you could get them in a box, but they came in a packet as like a tray. Yeah, and so these the, the Kingston's, the... the Choc Chips, Scotch Finger, the Shortbread Cream, all those good ones. But they are bringing in and high tea favourites. What? High, it's going to be a pink packet, and it's high tea favourites with raspberry Who shortbread. high tea? Scotch finger. Maybe it's, I don't know. Yeah, come on. What, uh, are the, what, what, what biscuits are in it? There's four. There's the raspberry shortbread, scotch yeah. finger, um, like a Monte Carlo. They're all right. Monte Carlo's all right. But then you have the, the, the raspberry. When are they going to bring the, um, the orange slice into an assorted mix? Yeah. The orange Yes. Nobody like likes an orange slice. No, they do. No, no they the Jaffa don't. cake. Blech. You love the Jaffa cake. Do you know what I want to know? Whatever happened to the honey snap? The honey jumble? No, the honey snap. I don't know what the honey snap is. It's an old person's biscuit. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. The it's honey 80 snap plus. was unreal. What, it was oh, a nice terrible. little, it was, was round little, what was and it was little, thin. Um, gingerbread man stick? What were they with the pink icing on them and the white icing? Oh. They're beautiful, those. Whatever happened they were, to those? They were honey somethings. They're the honey jumbles. Yeah, maybe. Whatever they're... happened to those? I don't know. You know, you can't get a chocolate Monty in Victoria. This is a scandal. Poor Victorians. I love them. And the <laughs> the recipe for the ginger snap is different in New South Wales to Victoria. So why do they do this? I don't know. It's, it's, it's a conspiracy. It's a bit deceiving on their behalf. <laughs> we love I don't them. like it. Are they sponsors? Because we love them if they are. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think they will be after Not this. Now, no. uh, this second hour, we'll spend some time with Greg Rust, our king of motorsport. But coming up next, the world of EPL. One of the game's biggest stars is in turmoil at Man United, and a coach has been sacked. We'll take a deeper dive straight after this. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends, Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Hey, love Joy filling in for Dan Ganane. The great man returns next week. Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. We're going to dive into the, the world of the Premier League in the UK. Uh, coach sackings. Uh, happening there, but but Cristiano Ronaldo, he's at Man United. He's been moved to the bench, guys, and and there was a, a bit of an ugly scene when they played against Tottenham, where where he he walked away from the team. He apparently refused to come on, and and a bit of fallout after that too. Yeah, he refused to come on as a substitute during the week's um, game against Tottenham, where they won two nil. Now, Ronaldo headed down the tunnel before the final whistle and made a quick Good. departure from Old Trafford. Before it, the whole thing had what finished, a so prima donna. Yeah, they announced during the week that he's being dropped for tomorrow's clash against Chelsea yeah, good. because of the the tantrum. And and what I love about this, the managers come out and said that um, of of course, being the manager, he is responsible for the team culture. They have to set standards and values and need to control them. Um, he'll be missed for the game, obviously. But you know, and, and by the way, that club is paying him an absolute fortune. They can play him. Or not play him. That's right. Whenever they feel like, and if he's not up to the standard, he owes them to be up to that standard. He can't just, you know, oh, you just take whatever I dish out and don't try and make me a substitute. I'll walk off. Yeah, get but, rid of him. He's 
they, I don't know if they can afford to get rid of him, but just get rid of him. I like the fact that they've he's made in a statement. The manager is just like, we are not going to tolerate this. This is behaviour. This is against our values of the team. I don't care how big of a star. I don't care how many awards that you've won or how many goals. This is what we represent as a club. And moving forward, we're not copying it. Yeah, but we're always carrying on about how we want our sports stars to have personalities and opinions and that kind of thing. Ronaldo, the amount of bums he puts on seats, the amount of jerseys he has sold, I mean, surely, you know, you give him a little bit of leeway. He's the biggest star in football. Yeah, well, he's also getting paid £385,000 a week. A so week. if they, they basically can Some tell you. Some people will never make that in their lifetime working no. a really hard job that matters, and he's uh-huh. getting it a week. Mm. Yep. All right, Let's head to Aston Villa. Candace, a coach has been sacked. He's no more. Yeah. Um, Aston Villa sacked Stephen Gerrard as manager on Thursday evening after their 3-0 defeat by Fulham. And and this happened straight after the match. And the embarrassing thing for Gerrard, he was forced to endure an awkward bus ride home straight after. So, uh, I mean, he's been in charge for 38 games. He's only won 12. But this season... Uh, Villa are sitting 17th on the Premier League um, ladder, only having two wins out of 10 matches. Have you guys been to a game over there? Because, I mean, Arsenal's top of the ladder at the moment, and an Arsenal fan knows that the worst thing you can have is hope. But the atmosphere, whether Mm. you're at, you know, uh, National League, which is the fifth tier of English football or Premier League, is like nothing else in the world. I went with my wife's cousins to go and see uh, Crystal Palace at... uh, at, Selhurst? uh, Selhurst. Yeah. The people were reading the paper in the stands. I mean, they, really, they, they couldn't have been less interested. It's going to be fascinating because Villa play Brentford tomorrow and their yeah. manager, Thomas Frank, well, uh, Villa's been eyeing him off as a potential replacement for Gerard. So, mm. uh, you know, time will tell. But how brutal is oh. being a, a manager for the EPL? We think it's bad in the NRL, but it's brutal yeah. over there. They're getting paid plenty. They'll be all right. Do you think this puts a bit of a stain on Gerard? I mean, in in the sense of we know what he did for Liverpool, but do you think this overall puts a little bit of a, a marker against his name? No, not as big a stain as our friend Ronaldo, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's. <laughs> oh, he's your friend him. now, is he? Oh, that's right. You probably no, no. holiday together uh, yeah, in, in, in your chalet you know. <laughs> in, in Japan or when you're boating around Greece. Okay. We, we, I'll see. <laughs> It, it is a different breed over there. We went to a game, Millwall away, and Millwall is rough and tumble. And as an away fan, they lock you in a gate that's, I don't know, there's 50 metres between you. All the home fans get to go home first. You sit there an hour to make sure there's no violence post-game. It's, uh, it's a different world. You know, you know why they're violent? You know, 90 minutes, no score. You, you, you know, it, it promotes violence, if mm. you ask me. What about the 100 schooners they have before they... They go to the game. Yeah, that'll do it too. Yeah. But, you know, right. they do that for every state of origin match in Queensland. <laughs> or if they're watching Nick Curios at Wimbledon. Yes. Or that one lady. I think there's still a lawsuit going there. Yeah. Next on the Dead Set Legends, sponsorship in sport, particularly in the world of, of cricket and, and netball, athletes and, and uh, I suppose the, the common people in disagreement on that, this one. Candice and Richard will get your take straight after this on Triple M. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. Sports and, and politics mixing a little bit this week, guys. Uh, individuals and whole teams speaking out in the world of cricket uh, and netball. Uh, I'll come to you first, Candice. There's been some conversations with, with Pat Cummins raising concerns with Cricket Australia this week. Um, it, it's all a bit messy at the moment. It is. Um, <clears throat> it is a bit. Uh, I, you know, Pat's allowed his opinion. He's allowed to 
Um, I He's guess, your friend, isn't he? Yeah, he is. But I mean, everyone's allowed to believe in what they want to believe in. Um, you know, who am I to tell him that, you know, what he believes in isn't right, you know, but for me, I don't know. I don't think Jeez, politics, and, no, it is a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. politics and sports shouldn't mix. And, uh, and for me, I, the thing that I don't understand is, is how can we, how can sports teams now determined what should and shouldn't be sponsored, right. you know, you, so you've you, want got, to, you, know, you want me to clarify this yeah, Pat no, Cummings what, situation for yeah, you in, here. in a second. What, right. But what I'm trying to say is as well, when you've got childhood obesity an epidemic in this country, you've still got Cadbury sponsoring the Wallabies. You've still got uh, KFC sponsoring the Big Bash. Is that not as important as our, as anything else? Yes, good you point. Know, you know, all those kind of things. And you've got gambling advertising the boundaries. You know, there's, there's so many Issues. Issues that I just, I don't know why some are more important than others. Pat, what are you thinking? I mean, really. <laughs> oh, mate. Go for the call. I mean, it's just, what are you thinking, right? You've come out against Alinta Energy. Oh, I don't want to take money from them because, you know, they, they're in the, the fossil fuel energy business. Who do you think lights up your ground while you're getting paid to play? You know, do you think, can you be selective about that? I mean, and Pat. Couldn't you have asked your manager to just check your sponsors before you came out and said that? Because, you know, you were endorsing a product by Longy, who allegedly have links to child labour in China. You know, you think you could have just said, hey, uh, manager man, just check out all my sponsors before I say this. You know, and it, would have, it would never have been said. Because it's impossible for sports people to separate themselves from who's paying the money to, to, for them to play. If you want to go through where every dollar comes from in cricket, rugby league, rugby, any of the big sports. But do you think it's entirely Pat Cummins' fault about this Alinta Energy or is Cricket Australia to blame as well? No, Cricket Australia not to blame. Okay. It never needed to be said. Uh, the, the fact of the matter is, take golf, for example. You can't pick and choose where your money comes from. Yes, you can, but you're going to get a rude shock when you find out that a lot of your money does, doesn't come from the sources that you want it to. Now, what's going to happen to that player? See, oh, I don't want to play. All right, don't play. You know, there'll be plenty of others who'll step into your place. I'm not saying that the cause is, that he's not right to have a, a view on a cause, mm -hmm. but don't be hypocritical about it. You're either all in or you're all out. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. We're going to have to roll on in a second. Just quickly before we do, what about the netball deal? So Netball Australia, the sponsorship, <sighs> sponsorship deal with, with Hancock Prospecting, it's been a hard spot in the past to get a lot of funds into. Now it looks like this could fall okay. through. Well, we know the that. Super Netball, how much it was struggling throughout the year. Uh, mm -hmm. I think Netball should be grateful they've got any sponsorship yeah. coming 100 in. 100% right. And if I were the CEO, I'd get all the girls in there and I'd say, okay, now here's, here's how it's going to roll. We're taking the money right? because we're broke as a sport. And we've got to fund a whole lot of kids who want to play sport. And that's a lot of things to fund other than you people. So here's the deal. That money is going to them, not to you. Because you make a really good point there. A lot of this money that comes in through sponsorship, yes, it's being worn on the, the national teams, but a lot of it goes to grassroots. Correct. And that's where we need the development yep. of the every game. All right. Well, you can have your say on Twitter, Dead Set Legends, on Instagram, Triple M Sydney as well. It is the Dead Set Legends, Elliot Lovejoy, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Oh, no. Dan
Janine, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Saturday morning on Triple M, the Dead Set Legends, Elliot Lovejoy filling in for Dan Ganae. Now he returns next week, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Thanks to Sportsbet. You can get on the Sportsbet app today. Start a bet with mates group. Gamble responsibly. You can call 1-800-858-858. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Dead Set Legends Sports Update. Now, Candice, the T20 World Cup, we know it's underway. The Aussies kick off their campaign tonight. A massive game for India-Pakistan we'll dive into tomorrow as well. But but just how big is it, the two-time champs, the West Indies, they're gone really before the competition even starts. Yeah, it's really surprising. Um, like you said, two-time, they're the only country who has won the T20 World Cup twice. We've seen big hitters in the past. And, and if you look at any of the records, it's, they all come from Chris Gale of the West Indies. So... Obviously, he's not there, but uh, it's really disappointing because they are extremely entertaining when they play with the way they send people off. And uh, yeah, it was sad to see, but I was really happy and excited for all these other countries who have qualified through like, um, you know, Ireland and um, mm. Netherlands. Yeah. It's, it's nice to see different yeah, countries getting a go. I think that's what a World Cup's all about, is to try and encourage these countries to improve. And clearly, some of them are really improving. And, that, and that's a great thing. And that, that happens in, that's what World Cups mean. Yeah. But um, the West Indies, you know, I, I was watching the West Indies in the 70s and the 80s, you know. It's a whole different kettle of fish then. They're the greatest side in the world. They had probably 10 of the top 20 players in the one team. The, the sides they have now, you know, West Indian cricket, I lament it. I think it's it's fallen to a level where, you know, obviously other sports like basketball particularly, I think, and, and athletics and that have, have taken over. And, and I think where, we'll see, the best, it, best athletes where we'll see it more is in the test series coming up this summer. Australia's first two tests of the season will be against West Indies. And mm-hmm. their test cricket isn't where it used to be either. No. And that's because of all the big leagues that are around now that – uh, a lot of their players are attracted to the franchise cricket because it's Money. financially yes. way better for them. But, so- ma- but maybe, I can only hope that that has a spin-off, that more kids start playing cricket because it is yes. now a very lucrative sport and, and they will fight their way back up into the, you know, to the top again. So what this means for Australia is that Ireland and Sri Lanka now join their group. Uh, so in Australia's group, we've got Afghanistan, um, England, Ireland, New Zealand, Sri Lanka, but it's going to be crucial for Australia to win their first three matches of the World Cup if they want mm-hmm. to advance to the semifinals. So we know they've got New Zealand tonight. They will then fly to Perth tomorrow to take on, um, I think it's Sri Lanka mm-hmm. in the second match. And then, of course, England uh, at the MCG Ooh, next Friday night. That's, so that's something to watch. if we win those three, three games, we'll be basically guaranteed a semifinal, which... How yeah. good would it be to go back to back? I know, Elliot's probably got uh, other things in mind for this this break, but I'm going to throw in the Cox Plate here. Five ten Please. this afternoon, we've got the Cox Plate, which is the Weight for Age Championship Australia usually gets the very best field of the year of the horses that run in those middle distances. And this year's no different. It is a stellar field. Fantastic. Lots of uh, Australian horses, lots of international horses, but they're trained in Australia. They're not just flown in and flown out. No FIFO horses in there. So, um, you know, I, I just think it's a great race. Animo, who, who looks like being a champion, he's already, he probably already is a champion. He's the $2.30 favourite and firming James McDonald aboard Godolphin horse for James Cummings. I, look, I'd love to see him win because he's been such a great galloper so far and this would just sort of cap off his, his career. We've seen so much bad weather about in Melbourne this week. How will that affect the race? 
Uh, they had heavy thunderstorms last night and uh, they had to call a couple of races, a few races off last night at the Valley. So it's hard to say they've run a few races on, on wet going yesterday. So it, you know, it could be, it could be tricky. All right. Well, we we're going to dive into the NBA. I don't know if either of you care that much. What you need to know is the Lakers are 0-2 and they stink. Uh, but coming up next <laughs> on the Dead Set Legends, Greg Rust. Rusty's Garage is a wonderful, if you love your motorsport, it's a wonderful podcast. It's free on the Listen app. Uh, we'll cross to him. The F1 is in Texas this weekend. Dan Ricardo's potential last shot at a seat for next year. It's after this on Triple M. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Rusty's Motorsport Update. For Bendix, Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Yeah, joining us now, a great mate, Greg Rust, the Rusty's Garage podcast. You can get it for free via the listener app. Hey, Rusty, F1 in Texas this weekend. They say everything's bigger there. We saw Dan Ricardo riding a horse in the other day. Now, devil's advocate. If he has a tremendous drive this weekend, is he half a chance of getting on the grid next year? Well, it's funny you say that, Elliot. Good morning to you and to, to everyone. Uh, there's been a kind of cra- crazy lifeline sent his way by Gunter Steiner from the Haas team. They're, they're only mid-pack operators, as you guys know. Gunter says, look, if he wants to pick up the phone and give me a call, we'd be happy to, to chat with him about potential stuff uh, for next year. And at the same time... Romain Grosjean, who you guys will remember was involved in that big fireball crash um, a couple of years mm. back and has since gone on to IndyCar, he said that Daniel would make a perfect IndyCar driver. And, and that social comment has had a lot of traction today. So he loves America. You've talked about that crazy uh, intro that he's had there into, into Texas. I reckon he'd make a super IndyCar driver. But he says for now the focus is still Formula One. Now, young Alex Marquez, did he have to leave Phillip Island in, in a hoodie and dark glasses in an unmarked van just to get off the island after he takes out local hero Jack Miller in last weekend's MotoGP? Richard, I reckon that would have been the only way he would have got off the island. They would have just about lynched him. Crazily, it happened at the newly named Miller Corner. Pretty heavy hit, too. Like, he just completely clean-bowled him. And Alex has been given a penalty because of that for this weekend's round in Malaysia. Now, not surprisingly, um, Alex, uh, you know, has apologised for it. Jack's got a bit of bruising and, as a consequence, isn't quite on the pace just yet in um, in Malaysia this weekend. But, uh, wow, happened at the newly named Miller Corner. I was there with the, the family for the for the ceremony and, and what have you. And, um, crikey, what a way for... He, for... he definitely lined him up on his own corner, didn't he? He oh, said, I'll just take you out in your own corner, pal. <laughs> Went in there way too hot, way too hot. Yeah. But anyway. He knew what he was doing. Yep. And the supercars are ready to rock and roll on the Gold Coast next weekend. Now, this is interesting, Rusty. The series has made some noise about wanting to do some rounds alongside F1 and not just here in Australia. Oh, I don't know if this would fly or not. They've certainly made the suggestion. There's been no response from Formula One yet. But they've said, you know, hey, we'd be happy to come along to say Texas like they're doing this weekend or maybe even the Singapore Grand Prix and, and play a support act and be on the big bill with all that noise around Drive to Survive and, and, and so on. Now, Texas may or may not work for the broadcast partners from a timing point of view. It wouldn't, may not necessarily be an ideal time. You could say the same for Singapore. Um, and it, I guess it would be a question of whether Formula One would want them. I mean, it's a, it's a great series with immense cachet, but Formula One is just absolutely on a roll at the moment. So it'd be a cool thing for supercars if they could pull it off for sure. Yeah, I don't know. Why would why would Formula One want a foreign 
you know, series. They wouldn't. You know, sharing their, their limelight no. and their broadcast. I don't know. Rich, Richard Gut says it's it's a long shot. So, right. but it's also that, not but as glamorous, isn't it? It's different. It's different. I mean, it, it, you know, the, the Americans love V8s, but they've already got NASCAR See, and things like that over there. They would sound cool around Singapore, though, that's for sure. See, Rusty, <laughs> I don't think Candace has worn her best, you know, Holden Racing Team shirt up on the up on the hill at Bathurst before. No, I don't I think haven't. she gets it, you know. Well, I don't understand the glamour yeah. of the, the one yeah. case per person yeah. per day. 100%. Yeah. You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> On you, Rusty. You've got to go, Candice. See you, Rusty. Appreciate it, mate. Uh, By the way, Richard, you trying to relate yourself again with the common man. It doesn't work each time you do it, but you tried. Um, That is Greg Rust. Uh, Thanks to Bennix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Elliot Lovejoy, if that's that's your real name. Hey, you can flick me in about 10 minutes. You get Dan Ganane back next week. Life's back to normal. But to round things out next, uh, essentially Richard doesn't want to pay for therapy, so he comes to us. Richard's list of grievances to round things out on the Dead Set Legends after this on Triple M. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. On Triple M, the Dead Set Legends, Elliot Lovejoy filling in for Dan Ganane. Now he returns. Uh, next Saturday with Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Before we disappear, we, we mentioned before, uh, Richard, no matter how many millions he has, he's tight, won't pay for therapy. His chance for his grievances, mate, take it away. Here's my music. What happened? Why doesn't my music start on time? Oh, no, that's another <laughs> presenter. <laughs> anyway. I read, I get most of my news from my phone, like, you know, sadly and to my great shame, like the rest of the Western world. So I'm cruising these, you know, websites and what comes up on Twitter and other stupid feeds. And the number of times you see this garbage come up. Player breaks his silence. You know what that's code for? You know what that's code for when you read that headline? Tell me. He said nothing. You read it, it's a waste of your time, right? (laughs) It's just said nothing. Right? Oh, it breaks his silence. Oh, well, he broke his silence, so it's not false. Yep. And then there's a whole list of others like, the Twitter world erupts. Have you ever seen the, how does the Twitter world erupt? Right? That's just more crap. The internet goes crazy. They broke the internet. They broke the internet. Another one. But you know what? How did they break it? It's still working. Exactly. And it's if so the Twitter stupid. world erupted, it they, would be these people, not here anymore. These people who write these headlines, they think we're like, completely stupid. Now, I know we're reading it off social media, so there's some evidence of that. Mm. But you know what? Just stop it. Stop it. That's what I say. Just stop You know what? I'll give you a round of applause for that one because oh, I have. I, I agree with you. What's wrong with it? I'm starting to agree with you a little bit too Every, often. Do you know what, bloke? Tweet it out. I agree with everything he says, 100%. I R- saw Rich- that. I saw that. Richard, mate, you're the same bloke that's retweeting war conspiracies on your own Twitter. I don't get how you get to bag others on the internet. Oh, that is not right. That's mate. Are one day troll? ago, I'm literally reading it now. Yes, do read it. Yeah. Are you <laughs> an internet troll? Are you a troll? Oh, he's terrible. I'm not a troll. <laughs> I'm not a troll. He's a gargoyle. Anyway, uh, you guys have fun. Dan Ganane returns next week. Been a pleasure, uh, Candice Thank and Richard. Thank you so much for joining no, I appreciate us. It. You've been the utmost. You've been like pretty good. Well, it's the nicest time. thing you've ever said. Yeah. Good on you guys. Have a great See weekend. You, Take care. Game, set, and match. And other cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner.